0: Have you ever noticed how often love is connected with death? Poets and singers frequently proclaim that their love will last until death. In the Song of Solomon, it says that love is as strong as death. And this text from John's Gospel connects love with death as well. Jesus says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Well, everyone knows that true love is far deeper than sentimentality. True love involves action, not just emotion. True love, as every mother can tell you, gets up out of bed in the middle of the night because someone needs you. True love works as many hours or as many jobs as it takes to keep the family together. True love confronts the bully or the bullies. So when in John's gospel, we hear Jesus telling his disciples that this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. He's telling them that their love must look like his, their love must involve action. Their love may include risk, even the risk of facing mortal danger. So whatever Jesus is thinking about love, it is certainly far deeper than having a positive regard towards others. No one ever died by having positive regard. But Jesus did die for his people, the people he called his friends. And he considered it an action born out of love. Love that could not simply keep quiet. Love that did not look the other way. Love that did not do a risk assessment and decide to take the safe road. I remember when it struck me for the first time when I read the parable of the Good Samaritan because that Good Samaritan in that parable who stopped to help the victim of the robber's attack had no guarantee that the robbers had left. By stopping to help, he was putting himself at risk. If you want to obey the commands to love God, and love your neighbor. You take the risk. Now, the Good Samaritan is an example of love in action, but it is a case of a personal, private action. Is that where it stops? Is the command to love to the point of risk simply a matter of personal piety? No. It may start there, but it cannot stop there. Jesus said, love one another As I have loved you and the as I have loved you part is important how did Jesus show love in action it wasn't just by healing nor by just providing food for hungry crowds or healing a few blind people it was also by public action according to the Gospels Jesus took his ministry the long way from his home in Galilee, 80 miles on foot to Jerusalem. Why? He didn't go just to attend the Passover festival. He did not go to the temple to buy a sacrifice and offer it. He went to the temple to do something no one else at that festival did. He went there to shut the temple down, at least symbolically. At least for several hours. Why did he do that? And the answer is love. Jesus so loved his people that he could not stand idly by when they were being abused. And abuse is all you can call it. The temple in those days was the administrative center of the nation. It is where all the records of debts were stored, which is why when the Jewish revolt broke out in 66, the first thing the rebels did was break into the temple and set fire to and burn those debt records. The temple was under the control of the Roman collaborating Israelite aristocrats, the chief priests and Sadducees, who were skinning the hides off of the peasant population with fees, driving them off their family land creating miserable poverty. Poverty, at that level, is the condition that creates banditry, which is exactly what the two criminals who were crucified with Jesus were accused of doing. Desperate people do desperate things. Well, you may be asking yourself, why haven't you heard the story told as a public political act of resistance when Jesus shut down the temple? because the story was about a Jewish man written by Jewish followers of his during a time shortly after their nation had recently revolted against Rome. They were a rebellious nation in Rome's eyes, and the Roman army needed four years to crush that rebellion. So the story, although important enough to be included in all four Gospels, was toned down to make the subversive elements less obvious. But the idea that Jesus was enough of a threat to warrant execution simply because he preached sermons out on the hillsides about a nonviolent and invisible kingdom of God is preposterous in my opinion. So Jesus went beyond the personally pious acts of healing individuals and acted publicly. His action at the temple was both public and political. It was politically threatening to both King Herod and to Rome, which is why they executed him for it. But it was motivated by love. Love in the public sphere is justice. As Thomas Merton wrote, a theology of love cannot afford to be sentimental. A theology of love is a theology of resistance, a refusal of the evil that reduces a brother or sister to desperation. Well, we can be proud of the fact that our Presbyterian predecessors here in Arkansas listened to the words of Jesus, as I have loved you, and put them into action. I'll give you an example. In 1958, Arkansas Governor Faubus was fighting school integration instructing Arkansas high schools not to open for the fall term. The presbytery of Washburn, which was, as it was configured in those days, included Fort Smith, adopted a resolution urging Falbus to countermand his anti-integration order. Falbus did not take that rebuke lightly. According to the Presbyterian Historical Society, Falba spoke out against the presbytery, stating that the Presbyterian clergy who had met in Little Rock to publish that um, declaration were comprised of left-wingers and communists. Well, the presbytery, including Reverend James Mahone, Jr., of Second Presbyterian Church here in Fort Smith, responded to the governor with the following resolution, quote, In the stand that we have taken in this presbytery, on these grave matters, we are reflecting the repeatedly affirmed convictions of the General Assembly of our denomination. Our church has historically stood for the principles of democracy, free education, and the right of every individual to express his honest convictions. We believe that these principles derive directly from the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. These principles we propose to maintain and uphold. Signed, Moderator James Mahone of Fort Smith and Jan Riffin, Stated Clerk, September 16, 1958. Like the prophet Elijah who confronted King Ahab, like Isaiah, who confronted King Ahaz, like Jeremiah, who confronted King Zedekiah, like Amos, who confronted King Jeroboam, and like Jesus, who confronted King Herod, continuing that long line of tradition of biblical prophets, so the presbytery confronted the racism of the governor out of love for the people that were being oppressed. Love As I have loved you, as Jesus said, is love in action. Love in the public sphere is justice. This was most recently reaffirmed in the Belhar Confession. Born out of the struggle against apartheid in South Africa, the Reformed Church produced a confession which was added to our Book of Confessions in 2016 by the 222nd General Assembly. The confession says this, we believe that God has revealed God's self as the one who wishes to bring about justice and true peace among people. We believe that God in a world full of injustice and enmity is in a special way, the God of the destitute, the poor and the wronged. We believe that God calls the church to follow God in this for God brings justice to the oppressed and gives bread to the hungry. That We believe that the church must, therefore, stand by people in any form of suffering and need, which implies, among other things, that the church must witness against and strive against any form of injustice so that justice may roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. We believe that the church, as the possession of God, must stand where the Lord stands, namely, against injustice, and with the wronged. We believe that in following Christ, the church must witness against all the powerful and privileged who selfishly seek their own interests and thus control and harm others. Note those powerful verbs. The church must stand by, witness against, strive against, stand with. Those are verbs of action. Those are verbs of love. As I have loved you. Those are the actions we take because, as it says, God calls the church to follow God in this. May we be the people who answer that call to that kind of love in action.